Do you think that the um, football viewing public is going to be ready for what they're going to see on Thursday night, Al? You think that they're uh, going to be prepped for the opening of the Rams and the Raider game on Amazon that will be streaming? That's a tough one. <laughs> Raiders playing better. That's not what I was getting at. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? We're just talking about what? No. Emily? I thought you were just talking about the game. Yes. It, the Are they ready for it? Earlier today, NFL Films yes. came in oh, to yeah, get yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the oh yeah <laughs> that NFL Films was in here this morning. Al shooting a little opening for Thursday Night Football, including Travis and Sliwa. That's so, exciting. Get so, excited. So about what are that. the details there? What are the details? Do you know how that works? So yeah, I, I'm not sure. I know, obviously, for NFL films, but like how they're going to use what we just did. So they came in and recorded um, some of the stuff that we've been talking about today. Yeah, yeah. And they will repurpose it for part of the open, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I've seen it a handful of times. They go into the home team's market and, and, and the visiting team's market and get what's being talked about on the radio about the visiting teams, the home team, where everybody is. And that's the opening of Thursday Night Football. And it's going to have you and me in it, it. maybe. Unless somebody back at the NFL Films goes, oh, no, don't put those guys on TV. That are looks we, terrible. Are we supposed to be... I like that you did... That you had no like, wait, idea. what happened? Are we supposed That's to be... So are we supposed to be, like, incredibly positive on what we were saying? I don't think we had to, right? You know, they're hyping up a game. Yeah. They're hyping up Rams, Raiders, as best as they can. I sure. mean, you can only hype it up so much. It's about the takes, Al. We are kind of critical, but you, there's they've no lost, really way around it. They've lost six games in a row. What would you, I mean, it's they've lost six well, games coming in a row. off a Super Bowl. They're three and, and nine. And, no, you they're, know, they're zero and six from their since the uh, three and bye three week. Yeah, they three were and three, three and three at the bye. and kind of right in the heart of the mix. Right, right in the heart of the mix. They they were right in it, and now fast forward Thursday night football against the Raiders. All right, and the Raiders you. are hot. The Raiders have won three in a row. The yeah. Rams have lost six in a row. But I care less about that, and I care more about being on Thursday Night Football. Hopefully, they have Al Michaels introduce me. That what, what would make it particularly exciting for me is if they say uh, Al Michaels here for yep. Thursday Night Football on Amazon. Let's take it over to Travis Rogers from ESPN Seven Ten. I want them to do cut-ins too, like they take pieces of what we said and say, you know, yeah. true or false. What they said did it come to fruition? Did it not come to fruition? I also want Al Michaels to just really love your haircut. I want him to like just <laughs> say like, something about it. You're just being gratuitous be and piling on. Well, you had your headphones on, so you didn't have an I, issue. I got a couple of these at the Christmas party on mm-hmm. Saturday night because you know, a handful of people listening. <laughs> your haircut's not that bad, which is not exactly. Take what off your headphones for a quick second. Time to grow out. It's only been three days. It'd been two days at that point. It's not really grown out all much. It's still just it's better. The fuzzy thing. Yeah, it's still really short. But what you want is your really short great. up top. It looks great. Really you look fine. Top. Not. Oh, that doesn't look as bad as you made it out to be. Like when people tell you like you're not as fat as right. As, well, that that sound. seems to be the the refrain that I get mostly when I'm out and about is you're not nearly as fat as you sound yeah, on the radio. Because you demolish yourself <laughs> nine out of right, ten take, times. I like to take the weapon away. <laughs> <laughs> I like to disarm myself first. Congratulations to Ray in Whittier. He wins the sweet passes to the uh, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, SoFi Stadium coming up here in a couple of Saturdays. Um, and uh, Utah's no, not you, Fresno State and Washington State. Not a bad game. I bet you both of those teams put some people in the stands. I think I think that is a good bowl game for both of those teams. SoFi also has this just come to the damn stadium, sure. a chance to come see the stadium. What are we talking about? What event was it? Um, I'm forgetting off the top of my head. Oh, I, I, I had a couple cousins in town who were in town on a Saturday, and they were going to stay to Sunday. Like, hey, should we go to the Rams game? 
I was like, you should go see the stadium. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good answer. Go see the stadium. It's a good answer. I, honestly, for those who have never seen it, it's a perfect way to do it. It's so weird, Slee, that the Rams are where they are. And I know why, because of the injuries, the Super Bowl hangover, the the, the top-heavy nature of their roster, everything else. But Can I stop it, you for a second? Yeah. Before the season started. Never. Never. If I said Trev, they're going to be 3-9, 12 games in. You want to bet your house on it? <laughs> I, I probably would have lost my house. I know. I probably would have lost my house. So would have everybody else. Yeah it it's been a, it's been a disaster. Mm-hmm. They've they've been bad really all season long and gotten worse. I, I guess if we're looking for silver linings, and this is really like you just said, lost six in a row. They're going to be under five hundred for the first time in Sean McVay's career. Yep. They're not going to the playoffs. All of these things are are not great. I think they played their best game of the season yesterday. As weird as that is to say out loud with no Cooper Cup, no Aaron Donald, no Matthew Stafford, no Allen Robinson, no Ashawn Robinson, no Troy Hill. They're missing like 10 starters. And I think that they played their best game of the season. And that is both, I guess, quasi-encouraging and deeply depressing simultaneously. They get another win this year if they get it. Is it just the Broncos game? I think there's two chances. I think they got two chances. I, the Broncos is obviously the the best chance that they have on Christmas. Yeah. I think they can beat Seattle. I don't. I got getting a good look at Seattle yesterday. Seattle's not very good, but at Seattle, yeah, especially if there's they, playoff implications. I, it, I don't feel it, good about different. that. That's different. If Seattle's yeah. still in the mix, and they mm-hmm. probably will be, maybe not. But yeah. look, the Rams were playing with their third string team. Had a chance to win the game at the end. And I, Seattle and, wanted to beat them. Like they were not sure. playing like lackadaisical. No, they, they had got, to really fired up they got really into the game both teams are fighting really hard so it's, but you know they're gonna get the best. C- could i could i say this too and this is just a very nfl thing isn't that the nfl sure that you play down to your competition at times and it's not that seattle's been playing flawless football over the last couple of weeks but you play down to your competition you know you got nothing to lose if you're the rams yeah they're just kind of this combination i know they don't have the talent but that game being close wasn't the craziest thing i've seen in the, the NFL. rub is al and here's why it's it's a challenge that what you're just describing it's the nfl another team takes their foot off the gas for just a second you look past an opponent all of these things that was yesterday and they still lost <laughs> you know what i mean that that was yesterday's game where the, look they came to play they played hard they they competed great John, opening drive great opening drive. Mm-hmm. i would argue i'm not i'm not kidding i think it was their best drive of the season mm-hmm. i really do mm-hmm. it was balanced it was effective they went right down they scored a touchdown everything about it was terrific john wolford was not great he was okay he was average he wasn't he was a, bad. you know what he was a backup quarterback Back, in the NFL. And they still lost. They got a touchdown with about three minutes to go in the game, to go ahead, to go over 20 points. Mm-hmm. Let me say this again. To go over 20 points for just the second time this season. And it felt like they were going to get it, and they still lost. This is That's how you know. Didn't that Geno Smith looked like Joe Montana at the end? <sighs> Nothing you it's do. It's so frustrating yeah, to yeah, watch. But, you know, it's funny. I, I know... I know what you're saying. I know how you feel. I know all this stuff. And uh, again, we go back to this with the Rams. They're three and nine. What? What are you talking about? What do you mean they're three and nine? They're three and nine. That's what they are. It, I, I wouldn't be shocked or surprised that come off season, you know, they do some work around the edges here. They try to get healthy. It's not. They're coming off a Super Bowl, so it's the shock factor of how can you be this bad after a Super Bowl. 
But this does happen in the NFL, and I not, wouldn't be shocked or surprised. This. this is the worst it's this ever is, been. And I and I get that. I understand. It was it Tampa was the only one. Yeah. Um, I get it. I, I understand how bad it is. But are you also shocked next year they come back, do some stuff in the offseason, get they, healthy, they, 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 that they're back in the mix? And I'm not saying go win a Super Bowl. They but, will not be 3-9 and nine through 12 games next year. They will be much better than that. Even if they yeah. bring back the exact same team, you're yeah. not going to get the injury bug like you got it this year. Presumably. Either it all goes your way or it all goes Can, against you. you. You know what I keep thinking about? I keep telling myself this. Every single – like walking to Hollywood Park Casino yesterday thinking that they may lose again six in a row, 3-9, and nine, all the things we're talking about. I keep going back to how fortunate they were that that thing ended the way that it did last year. Because if Cooper Cup doesn't catch that pass, if they don't call that penalty, if if any of those breaks that they caught don't happen, you went to the Super Bowl, you didn't win, and now and you you're nothing. three and nine, yep. and now you don't have your first round draft pick, and all of these. Uh, but that they got it, you can kind of say, "Hey, listen, this is a disaster." Yeah, they won the Super Bowl. 10 months ago. I know. They, it just happened. So you can kind of hate what's happening, but understand what's happening. Had they one pass goes the different way, one drop, one missed call, and we're talking about, yeah, you went all in, but you didn't get it done. They did get it done. So that that's the that's usually the big issue that you have in sports is teams that think their window is right now. They go all in. Trav, they don't cash it out. And then they're bad for the next X amount of years. Listen, right. the Lakers are not in a in a in that different of a position. The fact that they won in Orlando, that they cashed in that championship with Anthony Davis, that all those picks that they gave up and you know the pick this year going to the Pelicans, whatever the case is, you can still always fall on, but you got one in 2020. Yeah. The Rams can always fall on, you got one in 2021. For sure. And whatever happens moving forward, or February 2022, whatever happens moving forward, you, know, you kind of have that luxury to say, yeah, but there's a banner up there. Seriously, I hand to God mm -hmm. that there. Emily, see me do this. Like you'll look over where we sit. The banner's kind of right above our head, yep. just a little bit to our right. And when it's going the way, it's like, well, at least they got that thing. Hundred percent. At, at least that's there. At least we got to. Enjoy <laughs> How many that. franchises have taken a model of going all in and have nothing to account for it? Almost all of them. It all ha it happens. Almost all happens of them. to every one of them. Right. That you're far more likely to miss it yeah. than get it, and that the Rams got it is is pretty remarkable. I they, they're going to win four games, five tops. That, that a five in what would that be twelve season? Yeah, five on the 12. heels of a Super Bowl. How many more national Oof. games do they have? Only three. And that shows how much the NFL and the scheduling believed in them going to the season, and that they backloaded all of their prime time in San Antonio yeah. games to be December. Of course, Ugh. that person got fired. I think they'll get that person's they'll, got canned. They'll get their Sunday night game against the Chargers flexed out because yeah, that the, Char the Chargers may be out of it by then too. Um, but you got Thursday night, then you've got Monday night. Then you've got Christmas, and then you've got the last two. So if they don't, I was wrong. If they don't flex Sunday night, they'll have four of their final five on standalone primetime games, except for the happen? final week of the season. You win the Super Bowl. That's can how I, it happens. Can I tell you, and this is a perfect example of it, three and nine. Remember I told you you bet your house? The NFL League office was betting their house that, well, guys, we'll be fine. Don't worry about the Rams. Keep putting them on there. Monday night in Green Bay, two weeks from today. Okay, Monday. Rams, Super Bowl champion, Aaron Rodgers, two-time reigning NFL MVP. Yep. Monday night football, yep. you're going to have seven wins combined between these two teams. If the Bucks have a game... And they both, the starting quarterbacks probably won't be playing. Maybe. If the Bucks have a game that night, they will air that game on the Jumbotron <laughs> with the audio. With the audio. <laughs> Bucks and the Pelicans.
Yeah. My goodness. Why not? Why not? All right, we'll go to USC. Caleb Williams gets hurt. Does he still win the Heisman Trophy? And how do we feel about what we just saw? Great season, average season, disaster season. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Couple of quick tweets here, Slee, to get us going. This is from Raider Ruben, so he's one of your people, a member of the Raider Nation, you and Ruben. Oh, so oh. nice seeing the Chargers <laughs> lose again. Six and six. This is their year. This year's going to be different. Got- I will. Could I give them one thing? Sure. They've got battered with injuries as they well. have they have but six and six they should be better than six and six. Oh yeah and here they are it's, it's and the, my favorite is again in the text chain where the yeah but they you know they're in every game yeah great Congratulations. they lose all those games so what are you then that throw that justin herbert made towards the end of the game was bananas that guy makes one of those a game that's just make wait wait what that's Patrick Mahomes level yeah, nonsense. He, he has moments. He is unreal. All right, so Raider Rubin writes, why is it okay for the Rams and Lakers that they cashed in one championship so far, but not for the Dodgers? Is it not painfully obvious? The diff- there's two main differences. Number one, the Dodgers did not sell off everything they owned to get into the World Series, right? They're one of the few franchises that have a real, in all of sports, it's a sustainable yes. machine sustainable machine they did not give away a bunch of picks they did not go buy a bunch of free agents at the expense of prospects they they just are in it every which is a compliment year. to them so they're mm-hmm. not thin they're they've been the lakers are not equipped to win a championship right now or last year the rams clearly are not equipped to win a championship right now the dodgers are the other part is to this reuben during the dodger run the 10 mm-hmm. years that we've been talking about They've either been the best team or in the top two or three virtually One every single One of the favorites time. every single season. Right. The, the Rams going into the playoffs last year were a four seed. The, the Lakers, a little bit different than they won it, but the, the Dodgers are a top seed or very close to it every single time. When you're the favorite, you should go more than one for ten. I think on top of that, too, you know, people want to admit it or they don't. They want to see a... You're too good of a franchise and an organization. You want to see one of those 162s cashed in. Sure. You want to see 160. Let's just use this year as an example. The Dodgers won 111 games. 111. I want to say it's the sixth most ever in the history of Major League Baseball. Been playing it for 150 years. They started playoffs on a Tuesday. Their season was done by a Saturday. Sunday, they were already making plans for their offseason. So I think there's uh It's not... Listen, I, I get his point. It's... They won a World Series. 
I do think there are some factors that makes it feel a little bit different, but it's more of a compliment to the Dodgers. They've been good for so long, you feel like they should have cashed in more. I can't I can't look at the Lakers and say, you know, over that 10 game 10 year stretch, they should have cashed in more. No, no. they're fortunate to have cashed in that one. Rams too. Same same idea, right? That you get enough bites at it for the Dodgers, you should have more than one the way that they did. SC was in, like I mentioned to you, I was at uh, the bar on Friday night after playing golf. We're watching SC. It's 17 to 3. They're mm-hmm. just, they're, they look like they're just getting ready they're to rolling. run over Utah. Rolling. Caleb Williams is doing all the things that he does. He takes off for that long run and he gets hurt. And you can tell he pulled up right before the contact. Was yeah. It wasn't like you and I have talked about where he gets down on purpose to no. avoid contact. This was, he ooh, popped a hamstring. hamstring injury. He goes down. The game turns on a dime yeah they only not end up losing the game they get destroyed mm-hmm. from that point forward they got pushed around they were the less physical team they got they got embarrassed after the first quarter it was 40 something to 10 yeah That's it, what it was it was mm-hmm. it was bad and <laughs> you're an inch away from everything that you're hoping for final four heisman trophy pac-12 championship all of these things now you're in the cotton bowl against tulane Playing, uh, we got Tulane in, again, huh? A, Tulane, we were pumping Tulane last week, so the fact that we get him, I think, means something. Is, Caleb Williams is still the odds-on favorite to win the Heisman Trophy. I still think that he probably will, but w- w- what was that? And I'm not talking about the game on Friday night against Utah. Like, what what did we just watch for the last three and a half months? Is that a good season? Was it a great season? Was it a disaster? Was it incredibly unsatisfying? I, I, yes, Can to I, all I, of them. I, I want to play something out for you because we did something Friday before the game, and I don't think both you and I really even believed what we were saying, but it was just let's do this for, for, the, uh, for the practice of it. What if SC lost? Now, come on, they're not going to lose to Utah. Look, there's they already lost one. There's a lot coming into this game. You got a chance to obviously instantly put your program not just back on the map in the college football championship. It's yours. It's all in front of you. And are you really going to lose to a Utah team that you already lost to by one point in Utah? You get another crack at it. Like, we love the way the whole thing lined up. Um, I could look at it a couple ways. I'll tell you how I genuinely, genuinely feel. The fact that they are in that bowl game against Tulane, it is the equivalent of, I don't know, um, somebody telling you that you're you're going to win the lottery, you're going to win the lottery, you're going to win the lottery, and then all of a sudden at the end, it's like you didn't win the lottery, but you won two tickets to the holiday or to the Hollywood Bowl. I'm going to buy you dinner tonight. I'm going to buy you dinner. It was like, <laughs> I just got so pumped up because I thought this was going to happen, and then this yeah. is the consolation prize. So... I'd be lying to you if I didn't say that. Of course, it's incredibly disappointing. Utah has won the Pac-12 championship two years in a row. Mm -hmm. Utah, not Oregon. And I'm not trying to put anything on Utah, but Oregon and 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 um, and USC. That's kind of been the face of the Pac-12 here for uh, obviously a number of years. You had it all in front of you. Of course, the Caleb Williams injury had a big impact in that game, but. The one thing that you were afraid of all season long was, can your defense hold somebody? Can your defense (laughs) maybe win you a game? The answer is not just no, absolutely not, they can't do it. So if you're an SC fan, how are you not feeling today as if everything that you accomplished did take a step back based on before that game on Friday? I think that's right. So a couple of things. Number one, I, I made a mistake that I've made before, and I, I'm kicking myself for doing it. 
I should know better. I've seen it happen enough times that I should know better. Utah's really good. And we keep, ah, you know, they'll beat them. Hold on a second. Utah played Utah last year, played Oregon twice, and it was like, oh, Oregon's better. They kicked Oregon's ass twice, okay? SC, well, oh, no, there's one point. It's on the road. They come in there, and they kicked their ass in that game. Utah's really good, okay? Maybe they're not super sexy. They don't have, you they don't know. don't need they, to be. They don't have the pedigree of Oregon and, and SC. Like it's okay. They're super physical. They're really well coached, and they were not going to be freaked out by playing against SC. They, they mm. just weren't, mm. and I didn't factor that in, and I'm kicking myself for it. They're really, really good, and they deserve to win that game. So put that aside for a second. All the other things you said I think are right. This is – I look, I'm a college football fan. I don't want to watch SC play Tulane. I have zero interest in that. None. I, I'm telling you, right, I will not watch that. A, because I'll be at the uh, Rose Bowl doing my own thing, but I, I, don't, no, care I, get about, it. I don't care about I Tulane get it. football. It doesn't interest me at all. Um, and then Caleb Williams I do think will win the Heisman Trophy, and I think that's when you're going to start to say, you know what, it's a pretty damn good season. Right now, Monday morning, it feels like you know what. You had it right there. You lost another game. You're not at the conference champ. You're in a, a, a bowl game against Tulane. Nothing feels good today. Yeah. When he holds up that trophy and you see him in an SC, you know, the, the highlight pack. Knowing he's coming back. Knowing he's coming back, it's mm-hmm. going to feel pretty good. Fast forward past the Tulane game. Okay, not that day or the day after. Give it another month after that. Wait, we got – Jordan Addison coming back. You got Caleb Williams coming back. We've got a year two of Lincoln Riley. We're going to have another recruiting class. We're going to go another through the year portal of bad again. defense. And, well, we'll get to that in a second. You start to talk yourself into look, we were way ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. Way ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to get going. This will be a great season two months from now. It's not a great season right now, but two months from now, when all the dust kind of settles, you say, look, we went eleven and two. That's a hell of a season. If you just take if you just take this portion of it for SC, if I'd have told you before the season started, forget the result, forget all that. That SC is a real conversation again. Yep. That you and I are going to spend a lot of time talking about USC. That um, college football is going to spend a lot of time talking about USC. That college football is looking at where USC and you're looking at those top five schools, top 10 schools, top seven schools, that USC is in the mix. That I think, you know, you, you could obviously take a lot of positivity from, but it's not like they lost the game. It's not like they, they could have said, well, we're, they're going to the Rose Bowl this year. And I thought Mace made this point a couple weeks ago. I think this was maybe even before the SC-UCLA game, certainly before USC-Notre Dame. Do not sleep on making it to the Rose Bowl. That's a great accomplishment if they make it to the Rose Bowl. Their problem this year is they not only lost the college football again in the college football championship, they also don't get into the Rose Bowl. So I think if you could have just taken one of those two things, they lost both of them in one game. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Chris in Los Angeles. Chris, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, guys. You know, um, as a longtime SC fan, I think the season was a success. Um, I think sometimes disappointment is there, but that's okay because that doesn't mean the overall experience was horrible. Uh, one word comes to mind when I think of, of what's happened this year, and that's relevance. USC is now relevant, and that was shown by the national AT&T ad where they reference USC in it. Mm-hmm. We're way ahead of schedule. Um, sure, it's disappointing to not be there, but if it's disappointing, that means you were close to getting your – goal so we fell short this year but we're right there you know right there ready to make it happen as you said a lot of the players are coming back hopefully and they're getting some transfer portal uh players 
But I think overall it was a great season. You know, we weren't, if we two years, three years, or even a year ago thought that we would be where yep. we are now, we would have been jumping up and down. Yeah, I just think I, I, Verizon would I have been a better you're... commercial personally. So I... <laughs> I think you're right, Chris. Um, I think that the longer that this is in the rearview mirror, the better it's going to feel. Here, Here's the next that's, part. By the way, that's a really good perspective. You're right. I, I think there's something to what you're saying where, hey, 60 days from now to have the conversation, is that is that going to change after that, you know, 100%. When you're in the moment. Like it, because let's say you beat Tulane, you, we won a New Year's Day bowl game. We, we, we won 10 games. It's too late. We, we, we've laugh. got the Heisman Trophy winner, and he's coming back. We clearly got the right coach. You're going to feel really good about it. Here's the question that we can fast forward, and we'll talk about it after Factor Cap, which is coming up next. You can't have Lincoln Riley has a defense problem, like you mentioned. Yeah. How many times are we going to see that game under Lincoln Riley before you say, hey, are we going to fix this or not? Because that was not an aberration. That's exactly what has happened to him in the biggest games in his career at Oklahoma. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, Factor Cap, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey guys, uh, just uh, you should have seen that sales job of Greg trying to sell Trav on that last goal. No, no, no this one was different. Yeah. And then he started showing to you, and then Factor Cap music came on. <laughs> um, thank God it was over. I, otherwise, I would have had to watch a soccer goal. <laughs> also, it's been Thanks, an hour God. and a half, and uh, we're miss of saying that uh, Emily won the week this oh, week. Oh yeah, in, uh, you're in right. Would picks. you like a quick update, Em? Yeah, quick update. Emily won the week. Uh, she had uh, six points. She's won like 13 in a row. She's she's hot. And I she, just missed USC. She now has four and a half weekly wins, um, which is only a half week behind um, me. She now has 69 total points, just yeah. two points nice. behind me. 71, 69. Al's got 58. Taylor, I'm sorry to tell you, you had zero last week. You went over. Oh, how that happened? And uh, <laughs> you get zero. And Al, you only got one right. So you get three. Which game did I get? You got the Niners. Yeah, you got the Niners. We all got the Niners, uh, except for Taylor, who had the Dolphins. <laughs> In fact, the Niners were the only team that I got. But Emily, you're, uh, you're, you're closing fast, just two points behind. We'll see. We'll see. All right, so I was seeing a bunch of um, USC beat writers posting on, um, on Twitter this weekend about, uh, you know, coming back after going to see the, um, the team play in Las Vegas. 
And one writer p- posted about the price of his Aleve at the Las Vegas airport. And I always like the pain that, reliever Aleve? Yes. And I always think that's kind of funny. You know, uh, obviously, Las Vegas is going to hype up the uh, hike up the prices of both water and Aleve. So it's cruel for Aleve water bottles to be ridiculously expensive at Las Vegas lobbies and airports. Travis, factor cap. Fact. That's okay. I mean, if you haven't pre- if you haven't figured out by the time that you're getting ready to leave Las Vegas that you're going to need water and some sort of pain reliever, that's on you. Right. This is it's not a surprise what you're gonna do in Vegas. It's not a surprise you're gonna stay out too late, eat too much, drink too much, lose too much of your money, become dehydrated, all of those things. Throw a couple of bottles of aquafina in your bag, throw a, a, a tube of Tylenol in your bag, and otherwise it's on you. I have no problem with it. Al? Uh, it is cruel. This is a fact. And the fact that they get away with it, these airports, what's going on here? Okay, listen, I understand. You have no other choice. But damn, you got to make it that expensive? Going to a sporting event. I get it. I get it. We have no other choice. I, I, I understand that. But if a water over there is $1 and your water is $11, can we find just but, something a little okay, bit reasonable? Let me, let me tell you this. You know the water over there is $1. You know it's well, over I can't there take 11. water in. I can't <laughs> oh, take water in. Oh, I see what in. you're saying. Okay, thought, now, there but, is. You could take your water bottle, yeah, and now you could fill it up there right. and stand in line with everybody else who's also waiting to fill up. I get all that. That's fine. <laughs> But can we just be a little reasonable? What, what's the line? Your failure to plan does not constitute my emergency. Do you agree? <laughs> Do you agree that it's just so beyond of unreasonable? Course. Of course. That's how I'm saying this. Just a little plan reasonable? Ahead. Plan ahead. Get your water bottle. I did. I took that Ambien, and I was <laughs> took it way too soon. I can just see you just a total, done. just wet noodle in I've the line. I've never taken one of those in my life. I was take one this before was work years every ago, day. By the way. <laughs> just like a Tic Tac. <laughs> oh, Freshen no. up. Uh, Taylor? Cap, I'm with Trav on this one. I have no sympathy for lack of preparation. See, Alan? <laughs> uh, four zero. Four Just zero. keep helping four those zero. corporations. Did, is Korea not trying or is brazil just that much better <laughs> oh, he didn't oh he's, oh, he's uh, not yeah, having he's a good not time happy. yeah he did yeah. not he look like he's enjoying himself. not happy i don't think any of us know this well enough to know whether that to answer that question yeah. of yours. um so uh <laughs> two mics in the uh nfl ranks had some interesting things happen this weekend so um mike tomlin uh was a not approached but like kind of accosted by a fan uh, in the bowels of the uh, stadium. And he was like, hey, Mike, can you get a picture or anything? And this is what Mike Tomlin said in response. Let's go for the win, man. (laughs) So he said, uh, I'm effing working. Uh, And then Mike McDaniels, I don't have the uh, sound of this because it was kind of like you had to lip read, but uh, Mike McDaniels of the Dolphins uh, went up to his players and was like, you know, uh, I messed up. It's my fault. He didn't say mess. Yep, he said another yep. word. So you would rather have your coach be a Mike Tomlin than a Mike McDaniels. Alan, Fetter Cap. Um, geez, I love Mike Tomlin, but I, I will tell you, I'm a, I'm a cap on this one. I don't think we see it enough, right? Where leaders, somebody who's running a team, organization, whatever the case is, says, guys, that one's on me. Maybe Sean McVay does it in every presser, but I think that one's more a little more robotic or whatever the case is. Don't know why you'd say that. That is a that is a moment in the middle of a game against the San Francisco 49ers on the road. There's a lot going on. He's staring at his players. Guys, that one's on me. I like that. Like I think there's in my opinion, it makes it will make me work harder for the person that I'm working for because they're obviously um, they're taking the blame for whatever they, whatever the case is. But I don't hate Mike Tomlin either. I mean, Tomlin is – that guy is He's the working. definition of success in the NFL. So 
I yeah I I the old the, the whole oh my bad guy yeah I know <laughs> you don't need to tell me I know it was your fault I'm well aware that you blew that and you telling me that you blew it doesn't really make me feel any better um, I like Mike Tomlin a lot I I, I especially like his reaction to that because this doesn't happen a lot but emily it happened like twice yesterday where we're in the middle of something doing the shows out and somebody i have a headset on yeah i'm actively oh, that's, talking that's my into favorite a and microphone they can hear you on the speaker that's and, my favorite and part they, they want to hey i can't hear you i have headphones on and, yeah. and i can't i can't hear you mm-hmm. and they want to that's the time yeah, this is the time to come like, talk with you brother i'm working right now mm-hmm. what <laughs> give, give if you want to wait five minutes I'll, i'd love to have a conversation with you when i take my headset off but mike tomlin's i'm uh i'm bleeping working right now i love it so i'm team tom did you say it no i just i, I do this just hold the finger up like, get, like my my lips are moving i want you I, to say i'm bleeping working occupation right? i, I want you like, to say i'm bleeping working would you go in the middle of a guy performing an operation and start asking him questions in the middle of it 100 i thought that guy was waving at me that came in amazon it was amazon off. but he was waving to tell me that it was Package. he's dropping off the box there i, I gave hello. him a wave and he gave me a thumbs up and then he dropped it off there maybe it's for you That's that right. communication you never there. know you never know taylor a uh, fact i like the accountability from mcdaniels um i know he's not a coach but when vlade divak was gm for the kings i mean he said after five years if they haven't done anything in my time i'll step down and he did should have put the light on. It would have helped. <laughs> Should have drafted Luca. <laughs> that would have helped. That would have helped too. Yeah. Well, who, who could see that coming other than everybody? <laughs> um, are any of you guys Law and Order Bagley. fans at all? What fans? Law and Order. Oh, yeah. So um, a fan reached out to <laughs> Chris Maloney on Twitter. So Chris Maloney is uh, one of the stars of Law and Order. Elliot Stabler. Yep. Yes. Elliot Stabler. And so um, this fan uh, tweeted out their. Uh, wedding invitations and they look like it says John and Kelly August 26 2023 it looks like the law and order um, font font yes so they tweeted out hey Chris come to my wedding and then Chris Maloney uh, responds and do what (laughs) (laughs) and so I thought that was pretty sweet Um, but you would attend a complete stranger's wedding not like your spouse or your partner knows this person uh, but you would go complete stranger's wedding Taylor Patrick Cap. Without knowing anybody in the in the party, or don't know anybody in the party, you were just invited. By yeah, the I'd go group. with a good friend if I had somebody to go with, but by myself, that'd be a little awkward situation. Trev, yeah, I feel like this he is loves a weddings. I love weddings. Loves I, I, wedding. This I'm guy. with Taylor. And I would want somebody to. Go, I would need a wingman or Susan yeah. or somebody to come yeah. with me and enjoy it. But I like I like the music. I like the food. I like the dancing. I like the booze. And it I depends like on the, how inviting they look, you know. Yeah. If, if it's kind of, you know, everybody just hanging loose. And, I'm 100% <laughs> in fact. So I Travis would, and Sliwa community, invite Travis to all your weddings. I'll, I'll come. <laughs> I'll, I'll be cap on this, but let me set this up. Let's just say I'm, everything's got to line up perfectly. If I'm staying at a hotel, I'm there for a couple of days, and I'm walking through the lobby, and I see one of the ballrooms has this just awesome party going on. Everybody's having a good time. And I'm with somebody. I ain't going solo to that thing, right? Either I'm with my girl or like a buddy, like you said. I'll take a quick peek in. What's it looking like over there? Is there a couple extra chairs? (laughs) Susan and I tried to crash a wedding. This is, shoot, probably four or five years ago at this point. We went to have a drink at the Montage Hotel in Laguna Beach. It's a very nice place. And you see this very elaborate wedding taking place on the lawn, like super elaborate. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in black tie and, and and very nice suits and everything else. And then you start to look around, 
and you realize that there's not a lot of other people at the hotel. So we're talking to the bartender, and he's like, yeah, they tried to rent out the hotel. So most of the people that are at the hotel are guests guests of this wedding. There's Mm -hmm. a few people in the restaurants open and things like that. So they went from the bluff where the grass is overlooking the ocean to one of the big ballrooms. And there were hundreds, if not thousands of people at this wedding damn we were dressed reasonably nicely we're like let's just see if we can't wander into this thing we have people are coming in and out they have their ties off it's kind of a little bit later at night at the door can we help you guys oh oh wrong place we were just turn around and walk back <laughs> how quick did you abort mission immediately <laughs> Immediately, like I Do you ever have that way, I, like your confidence is through the roof. Maybe you had a drink or so, drink or two, and all of a sudden you start walking up, and they call you out just for a half a second. You're like, no, oh, there's nothing going on here. I, I did the thing where I looked at the guy. Like I'm, I'm a big believer in the don't try to sneak in. Like look at I kind of wave at the guy. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. That whole thing, and like, hey, what's up? And he's like, um, can I help you? No, uh, <laughs> oh, wrong place. Yeah, we'll get out of here. I'm fast walk on. head down. Yeah, that doesn't work. Neither did this in this case, but <laughs> that definitely doesn't work. 877-710-3776. Call in if you guys have wedding crasher stories. It'd be uh, fun to hear or like tweet at us drink. too. Yeah. Um, so uh, this happened. So college football playoff uh, top four were announced. Uh, Alabama did not happen to be in that. But on uh, Saturday night uh, during the Fox halftime show, Nick Saban did a little bit of groveling. So I'm going to play that for you right now. If we played any of these teams that are on the edge or getting in, would we be the underdog or would we be the favorite? And I think if you can answer that question and the goal is to get the best teams in, uh, then you would say they belong in there. So uh, this was embarrassing of Nick Saban. Uh, Travis, factor cap. Cap. Uh, this is what the coaches are supposed to do. You're lobbying to get your team in there. It's a little unsavory to watch because Nick Saban's Nick Saban and him groveling like you're saying is weird, but that's the job. And oh, by the way, Everything he said is right. That if this, these are not the four best teams. Alabama is one of the four best teams in the country. If Alabama were in the Final Four, yeah. they might win it. Mm-hmm. He, he's 100% right. I'm okay with them putting TCU in, but TCU is clearly the weak sister in this group. Cap for me. I think this is a perfect example of it's who said it, not what he said. It's because Nick Saban said it, not what he actually said. Because if you're asking me, I thought TCU was done. I I really did. I thought when they lost on Saturday, I just assumed Ohio State's getting in, Alabama's getting in, and those were going to be the four. If you also ask me, I'd much rather have Alabama in than watch TCU in this game. Couldn't agree more. So I don't think Alabama could win that tournament. I don't think he's wrong. I think he is right on if you went and put them up against TCU or something like that, who would be the favorite? Come on. It's just the mere fact that. It's coming from Nick Saban's mouth that people don't like it. But what he's saying is right, and I do. Th- I did think Alabama was going to make that top four. All right, we got a little breaking news. Um, we can talk about this when we come back and kind of break it all down. Uh, Trey Turner wow. and the Philadelphia Phillies are in agreement on a contract, a source tells ESPN, that according to Jeff Passan. Um, Kylie McDaniel says that Je- or Trey Turner is getting 11 years, $300 million with a full no-trade clause. So Mm. the Dodgers are in the market for a shortstop. Trey Turner uh, heading to Philadelphia East Coast. It felt like this was inevitable at some point. Not a huge surprise, but still disappointing. Do it on the other side, Al? Yeah, let's do it on the other side here. Um, We'll come back. We'll talk about that. Uh, Verlander off the market. DeGrom off the market. Turner off the market. And Clayton Kershaw 
still in L.A. It's all coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Emily, do you have any uh, like winning lottery numbers that you'd like to share with the group? Because she says to me this morning, we're, we're chit-chatting, and she says, you know, I just feel like today the baseball stuff's going to go nuts. So, any- Yeah, I, I was like, I am an intuitive person. I, I said, I, I have intuition that today is a day where there are going to be multiple things that are happening, things that have been building that are going to be happening. And yeah, we have the receipts. Absolutely. So here, here's what's happened. Let's start with the biggest one and the one that I think is the most impactful for the Dodgers right yep, now. just went down. Trey Turner is going to be a member of the Philadelphia Phillies. He's in agreement on a contract. He's going to get reportedly 11 years, $300 million with a full no-trade clause. So um, I, you, you know how much I think of Trey Turner. He has been terrific. So in the space of two years, they're going to have lost Corey Seager and Trey Turner yeah. to free agency. Both of these guys are all-stars. Both of these guys are MVP caliber talents. Yep. And they're both going to play for different teams next year. The Dodgers need a shortstop. So I think this, this is what, what sticks out to me. First off, Trey Turner is a big-time piece to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Sure. And that one, two, three that they had to start out a game was literally as good as a one, two, three that not you had this year in baseball. Tell me a better one, two, three. Just look at the history of baseball. It's it's amazing to see those three together. So you're taking out a huge piece that was there. And I don't think the Dodgers could have done anything about it. I think the Corey Seager, the conversation a year ago was, hey, listen, if the Rangers come in and pay this guy crazy money – you know, it's not like the Dodgers are not willing to spend, but you also reach a point where you say that's just not a good business move for an organization that's pretty smart with most of the decisions that they make. Mm-hmm. The Trey Turner thing, this one is different. It's different because you don't have a guy waiting. Well, you not only don't have a guy waiting, I don't know what the Dodgers could have done to convince Trey Turner that this is the spot. This was how many different times did we say Hey, they're saying Trey Turner's really interested in going back to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. They're saying Trey Turner, it's not it, – can you make a baseball reason why Trey Turner should not play for the Los Angeles Dodgers? No. I don't think you can. Can you make a financial reason why he shouldn't play for the Dodgers? I don't know if the Dodgers would have gone 11 years on a deal, so maybe that's what he's looking for. Maybe it's the the term as much as it is the money. You're talking about you know a little bit less than $30 million a year. Um, I think the Dodgers would have gone to the AAV in that area, but I don't think they're going 11 years on anybody. Here, here's the one problem that I will say what happened today. It's okay when Corey Seager goes to the Texas Rangers. Trey Turner went to the Phillies. Philadelphia was in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia is a nice squad, and 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 they just stay in the you know obviously in the National League. Justin Verlander signed with the New York Mets. He comes now to the you know obviously to the National League three forty three million, million a year two years eighty six yep. million. And I'm and Trav, I'm not trying to make a case for you that that's a great that that's a good contract. What I'm trying to say is. The talent stayed in the NL or came to the NL. It just makes it, you know, not only did the Dodgers miss a piece, that piece is going to go to a team that represented the NL. The the Turner thing, 
the the problem I have with it is not that the Dodgers balked at the term or the money, which which and and maybe it, maybe they were in on that same level. Maybe they were going to give him the Mookie deal. Maybe they were going to go super big like that. They did give him a long term deal like that. But I do I think the first thing you said is probably the most important, which is it felt like he wanted to go back east, and there's there is no argument for that. If the argument is I don't want to be here, I can't I can't talk you off that ledge. Okay, fine. The problem I have with this is who's going to play shortstop? Because if the, and I know Dave Roberts said this when he was um, getting ready to receive his manager of the year award that never came, but um, he's always oh, got Gavin Lux there. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. Let the, I, I, I've seen that. No, 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 I, no, I do not want to do that. He, mm-hmm. I don't think that Gavin Lux is anything other than an average defensive mate. He's a, he can hit. I want him in my lineup, but I don't need him at shortstop. There, there's too many things going on uh, right there. So who's it going to be? There are other players in free. There's Carlos Correa. There's there's Dansby Swanson. There are some other players that maybe you can make a move for, but it's a pretty important position. And to your point, Al, this is a guy that bats in the heart of the the most lethal part of your order with Betts and Freeman. He's gone. He's on eleven times a game. He's he's on a lot. You're on. right about that. And you know who makes the most sense to replace him? Yeah, yeah, that guy, Carlos Correa. Mm-hmm. Carlos Correa is the closest thing to him that there is. He hits. He plays shortstop. You drop the the Betts Freeman Correa one two three. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. He doesn't run quite like Trey Turner does, but okay. That that is the the closest facsimile to what you had there. Reportedly, John Heyman saying that the Dodgers are at the front of the list for Carlos Correa, that the Dodgers have interest, and that the hang up seems to be whether or not the teammates will respond to him and whether or not the fans will respond to him. You you know my feeling on this, right? When I heard this, I'm like, never in a thousand years, no, 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 no. This started last year, too. Last year, for Remember sure. that conversation. And now it's, you know what? I'm never going to be a Carlos Correa fan. I, don't, I will never cheer for him. I'm never going to get out of my seat. I'm never going to put my hands together. But I can I can grin and bear it. If he can help them win games, he'll get I'll get over it. You'll get out of your seat. He'll he'll you're probably right. If he's balling. You're probably right. And 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 if you get to September and October and he's playing yeah. and they're winning games because he's a part of it, mm-hmm. I'll get over it pretty quickly. I don't want to. Like you, emotionally, I still hate the guy, but look, we, we just lost one of our I, best. I was players. just gonna say, is that conversation does it start changing simply because well, what's your other option? Like you just sure. said, like you just said, Gavin Lux at second or Gavin Lux at short is not something that you want to see on a night in, night out basis. That Trey Turner just left the organization and went and signed with the Philadelphia Phillies. If Correa is your best option left, um, you trying to win games or is it is it more about the principle? And by the way, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of Dodger fans saying, no, it's more about the principle. I, Dodger fans, let us know. 877 3776 the the one thing when you see the Verlander deal, yep. you see the Degrom deal, mm-hmm. you see this Turner deal. I think the thing that makes me feel good about the Dodgers, if if I got to put my finger on something, they clearly have a a, a budget. ton of money. They 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 clear not even that. It's yes they do, and they can go spend it, but they're not going to do that thing. Just give it to them. Just get it done. Nope. This is the number. We'll go to this spot. If you can get a better deal somewhere else, go take it. Because I can't imagine that they were super far off from Verlander. If it just came down to a couple of million bucks or another year, they, they clearly drew the line. That, that You want to pay a 40-year-old $43 million? Well, knock, can I, can knock I, yourself can I, out. Can I ask you, we're not doing that. Can I ask you this question? 
you know, it's easy to say right now, and I get that. Um, if he did come to the Dodgers and they did overspend for two years, mm-hmm. are you not in this window? He's old. Don't get me wrong, but he's also in the World Series yep. uh, a month ago and helping the Houston Astros win one. You also don't want to see them put themselves in a position where they saved a little. You know, you can follow the script all the time. What did we? But that script that you've been following uh, has also not panned out every time. It hasn't panned out in the postseason. You're right about that. But the reason we we just talked about was a Raider Ruben or Ruben the Raider or whatever it was. Um, The reason they're in it, they have a plan. Nope, we're not giving Corey Seager Mm -hmm. that. Nope, we're not giving Trey Turner that. Or we're not. They're very selective about what they do and don't do contract wise. And it's a big reason that they're as successful and is and is what's the word optionality sustainable mm-hmm. you know versatile as they are. I hate that Trey Turner's gone, but I think that they have a big problem at shortstop. And God, I hate what I'm about to say. I think Carlos Correa is the answer. I really truly do. All right, during this holiday season, ESPN LA and Subaru are partnering with the Folds of Honor Foundation for our inaugural Lawn Drive-a-thon event. Proceeds raised will provide scholarships to families of America's fallen or disabled military and first responders. Event is taking place this Friday at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. If you'd like to participate and purchase a green fee, go to blackgoldgolf.com. That's blackgoldgolf.com. Special thanks to our partners, Johnny O, Meat District, and Travis Matthew. All right, so we got some calls on Carlos Correa, and more importantly, uh, we got people with wedding crasher stories. we get to those next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.